So I'm going to preach today. I want to I turn in the scripture to Genesis chapter 3. Let's start this again too. Everybody stand just for a moment for the reading of the word of the Lord. We've got to get back to some things here. Let's honor the word of the Lord. Amen. Genesis chapter 3. Bible said they heard the voice of the Lord God. They heard the voice of the Lord God. Walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. You may be seated. I want to talk a little bit this morning about the voice of God. In all of my thinking and praying and seeking God for where we need to be in this time and in this hour, I cannot think of anything more important than the voice of God. Not the voice of Danny Chance, not the voice of Jay Paul, not the voice of David Boland, not the voice of Jason Hodge, not the voice of Eric Pearson, the voice of God. I don't know about you, but it is a deep desire in me to hear the voice of God. The Bible talks about in the very beginning, it was the first recorded Scripture where the voice of God was heard when Adam and Eve heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Can you imagine how it must have been in that very first human that heard the voice of God? Now let me, let me preface everything I'm going to say today. I have never heard the audible voice of God. Some people say they have, and I do not doubt them. But here's what I do know. I do know that God does speak. I may not have heard his audible voice, and before this is over today, it may seem like a Bible study, but I felt it so needful to talk to you about hearing the voice of God today. I, I can only imagine what God's audible voice sounded like. Here's Adam and Eve, and they're behind the leaves of a fig tree. And they've covered themselves because they now know they are naked because they have eaten of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they realize their nakedness. And the next thing they know, they're hearing something they've never heard before, the voice of God. God's always spoken from Adam and Eve to now. God has always spoken to mankind. He spoke in the very beginning. As a matter of fact, we know that the world was created by the spoken word of God. His voice came forth. The Bible said in Genesis that he said, let there be light, and there was light. And he spoke the world into existence. The Bible also says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things, all things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. And if you want to know more about that scripture, it clarifies itself 14 verses later. In John chapter 1 and verse 14, it said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So we heard God in the beginning, but 
4,000 years later, he puts on flesh in the body in the form of Jesus Christ. When you heard the voice or when they heard the voice of Jesus Christ, they heard the voice of God because Jesus was God incarnate. Come on now, you can help me preach or you can sit and look at me. The longer you sit and look at me, the longer I'm going to preach. How's that? Amen. The Word of God. The Word of God was in the beginning. The Bible, the Bible tells us very clearly that God was manifest in the flesh. So when Jesus Christ came to this earth, he was the personification, the incarnate God. He was a body that housed God. It was God wrapped up and robed in flesh. This is who he was. That's why that when he spoke, his words were powerful. The Bible not only tells us that he spoke in spirit in the beginning, and he spoke in flesh in the New Testament times, but he also spoke to men through the Spirit of God and is speaking to men in these last days. It was Paul that said to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, he said, now, everybody shout now. Jesus had already ascended. He was of the Old Testament law was over. The New Testament was here. And Paul said, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So I must believe that God not only spoke in the beginning, had God not only spoke in 33 and a half years of ministry, but God is speaking to the church right now. You know why I believe that? Because Revelation 2 and 7 said, He that hath an ear, he that hath an ear, he that hath an ear, that's us, that's the church, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. The Holy Ghost is speaking in these last days. The Spirit of God is talking to us in these last days. You see, you, you got to understand that God spoke many times in Scripture, many times. You can go back and you can just go through the Scriptures. I, I, I mean, I can name a few of them. He spoke to Abraham. He spoke to Moses. He spoke to Joshua. He spoke to David. He spoke to Isaiah. He spoke to the nation of Israel. He spoke to Elijah. Listen to this. I picked out one verse to bring to you to let you see what God did in the Old Testament. 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 11 said this, and he said that's God, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord and behold the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountain and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. Watch me now. The Bible said, but the Lord was not in the wind. Everybody say he wasn't in the wind. And after the wind, the Bible said, there was an earthquake. You know what the Bible said? But the Lord was not in the earthquake. Say it with me. He was not in the earthquake. It went on to say, and after the earthquake of fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. He wasn't in the wind. 
He wasn't in the earthquake. He wasn't in the fire. But the Bible said, and after the fire, a still, small voice. That's what God did. He didn't give it to wind and fire and earthquake. Sometime, ladies and gentlemen, Elijah, like us, was a human being. And we just need to hear the voice of God. We see the work of God, but we need to hear the voice of God. But let me tell you, if you're going to hear the still, small voice of God, you have to get close enough to hear the whisper of God. you got to hear what he's got to say and you have to be close enough to him to hear it. Oh, I wish somebody to help me preach today. I feel the Holy Ghost in what I'm saying here this morning. Nothing is more important in 2024 than the voice of God in our life. You don't need my voice unless I'm unless I'm giving you his voice. When I knelt in my in my chair this morning somewhere around 5 o'clock I want to tell you that my first prayer for this day was God I want to be your voice today I don't want to be another preacher I don't want another sermon I want to be your voice today I want the people of God to hear your voice let me show you something how God speaks. We know God's not a bush, but he spoke through a bush. We know God's not a donkey, but he spoke through Balaam's donkey. Are you with me? We know he's not a cloud, but he spoke through a cloud. He spoke from the mountain, on the mountain of man's transfiguration. He spoke through the man, Christ Jesus. He spoke over and over. he spoke out of fire one time to Israel. The voice came out of the fire. He can speak however he wants to speak. But there's a difference in those days and this day. Let me tell you how God speaks now. He speaks through the preached word of God. He speaks when you read the word of God. He speaks when you hear the right kind of music. He speaks through the fellow saints of the church. He speaks by the Holy Ghost. He speaks through tongues and interpretation. He speaks through prophecy. Every bit of that is how God speaks to us. You know what? I know churches that have got too dignified for all of that. Ah, I watched my wife while I go jump up and down. Look, we ain't got a lot of jump in us, but I thought, yeah, hallelujah. I ain't got a lot of dance in me, but sometimes we just need to dance before God. Sometimes we need to shout before God. Sometimes we need to loosen up before God. God's trying to tell us something, and we got to have and hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. We got to know it, and the only way we're going to know it is when we get in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Hallelujah. So how do I know, preacher? You'll know. You'll know. Jesus said this in John chapter 10 and verse 27. He said, my my sheep, hear my voice. Are, are, Are you a child of God? He said, my sheep, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. He said, we'll know him. He said, we are his sheep. We'll know his voice. He said, we hear that voice. I can't tell you today. I, 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 was, I was relating to someone a few days ago 
some times in my life that I was trying to hear from God. And some of these things many of you perhaps have heard. But let me just tell you again, just for the sake of, of, of preaching and illustration here today. There was a time in my life I was a very young pastor. After all, I started pastoring when I was nine days into 22 years old. I was so wise and so smart that I knew everything. I was dumb as a brick if you want to know the truth. But I got down to pray one day because I was struggling and I didn't know the answer. And this is a truth if I've ever told it. There, in, in Sandy Lake, we had a, a kitchen and a fellowship hall. Well, it served two purposes. It was a fellowship hall when we needed it, but it was a prayer room also. And I was in the prayer room by myself, middle of the day, nobody there but me. And I was having a pity party. And I was saying, God, do you hear me? God, do you even know where I'm at? Do you hear my voice? Lord, I prayed this prayer, so help me. I promise you this happened. I said, Lord, if you hear me, let somebody. And I wasn't expecting it right then. I said, let somebody just call me. Let somebody just tell me. Just show me a sign, Lord, that I'm still in touch with you, that I'm still doing the right thing. And I'm telling you, before I got through praying, the phone was about as far as from here to this front row and it started ringing well I just went over and picked up the church phone it was one of those old rotary dials some of you don't know anything about that and I said hello and a voice on the other end called me by my first name it was just a friend hadn't heard from him in a long time he was a pastor in another city and he said Danny are you okay I said, why do you ask? He said, because I was praying and God told me to call you right now. I'm calling you because God said call you. You believe what you want to. I count it as the voice of God. I count it as hearing the voice of God. I'm telling you right now, it's happened in my life over and over and over. Back around 1973, my wife and I, you know, we started out, we got married when we were 18. We started out evangelizing. And I, I've never been a preacher. I wish every preacher in the UDPC was listening right now. I've never been one to call somewhere to get somewhere to preach. The Bible said a man's calling will make room for him. And I've lived on that scripture. If you don't call me, I ain't coming. Somebody needs to send this memo out. So I told my wife, no kids, wife, done quit our jobs, evangelizing, making big, big, big money, big money, big money. I think we made $3,200 the first year, not week, year. And I went to the church, 1800 Parkview, walked in, walked down that middle aisle, red carpet, walked past the front row, walked to the right, Big old wooden beam. Y'all, Some of y'all know where I'm at right now. Big old wooden beam. I knelt beside it. And I said, God, if you hear me, I need to hear from you. I need an answer today. If you call me to do this, you got to open the door. If you call me to do this, you, you, you let somebody call me, Lord. I'm, I'm not calling anybody. i got too much pride for that. I ain't calling you and saying, hey, can I come by and preach for you this week? I'm sorry. If there's got to do that, I'll go sell shoes. I can sell shoes. I can sell a motorboat in the desert. 
and I was praying. I just felt the Holy Ghost. And I got up from where I was at, and I went back home. And Arlene didn't know. She said, somebody call you while you was gone. I said, who called me? She said, I don't know him, but he left a number. He said, call him. And I called him. He said, can you be here Sunday? See, God still speaks. God still speaks. God, you got to hear me right now. It may not be through a burning bush. It may be in the, in, a, in the most awkward way. I've had people come to me. I've had people come to me that I didn't know. And people that, that I, I, I could tell you story after story that said, Preacher, God told me to tell you this, and they didn't know it, but it was exactly what I needed to hear, exactly what God wanted me to hear. What are you saying? You got to listen. You got to listen to every song. You got to listen to every sermon. You got to listen to every saint of God. You got to listen to every every move of the Spirit. God is talking to somebody here this morning, and it may not be an earthquake, and it may not be in wind, and it may not be a fire, but there's a still small voice. You know what that is? I told Chase and Taylor in the office this week, they didn't know what I was preaching this week, but I said to them, you know what, when God speaks sometimes, it's just a moving in your mind. I don't hear the voice of God, but I know when God's moving on me, and if you'll stay close enough to him in prayer, the Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. you got to believe that God will speak into your life. There's a lot of voices in our world. There's a lot of people you can listen to. And here's the danger. These voices are trying to get into your head. And they're trying to convince you of a lot of things. I, 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 I see the advertisements on TV. I, I, I see the songs and the things of the world constantly infiltrating our kids constantly infiltrating adults constantly trying to get in your mind the voices of the world if you listen the voices of the world will destroy you there is in the spirit of this world a spirit of suicide there is a spirit of demonic worship there is spirits of homosexuality there are spirits of adultery there are spirits of pornography and if you listen they'll get in your mind and they'll talk to you and you'll hear the voice from the world but I'm telling you on this first Sunday of 2024 never have we needed to hear the voice of God like we need to hear him now. It will only come when we pray. It will only come when we get close to God. It will only come when we relinquish our will to God's will. I want to tune out the world today. You know what the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 14? There are, it may be, some so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification. You know what that means? They're constantly in your ear. They're constantly trying to convince you. They're constantly saying things you don't need to hear. But let's tune in to the voice of God. Because he said, if you got an ear, you need to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Got to preach a little more? Don't blame every decision you make on God. 
People want to pull the God card on you when they know they're wrong. I'm just going to preach a little bit. Well, Pastor, God, I've been talking to God, and God said, God didn't say that. Your flesh said that. Here's what I know. God will never contradict his written word with a word to you. Never. His word is forever settled in heaven. This is like a Wednesday night Bible study, but it's okay. This is where we need to go right now. Don't blame everybody. Just say, look, my flesh wants me to do this. Don't blame it on God. You know what? They pull the God card because they want it to be okay. God don't destroy one church to build another. I don't care if you like me or not. I'm telling the truth today. I need you, Dennis. Thank you. God will never tell you something that's contrary to his word, contrary to what he wants. He, he, whatever he's written here trumps every voice you've ever heard. Whatever he's written in the book of God, he said, you can't change one jot or one tittle. And if you do, you are in danger of the plagues that are in this book. You can't change the dotting of an I or the crossing of a T. Whatever God says here, it stands forever. Does anybody believe what I'm preaching today? He said, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will stand forever. Hallelujah. So if you got something that the little bit bent out of shape and and a little bit, you know, now God does speak to people, and God does talk to people, and he talks to you, and he talks to me, and we need to listen. But don't ever, don't ever pull the God card when it's your flesh, because you'll answer to God for that. Whatever he said in his word is what it is, and whatever he says to you will line up with his word. I'm preaching good today. I'm preaching good today. This is why you have to have an ear in the Holy Ghost. You can't be like the Jews in Acts chapter 28 that Paul talked about. He said this. He said when they agreed not among themselves, he said they departed after that. Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying unto this people. And this is what they said. He said, hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand and seeing you shall see and not perceive for the heart of this people is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should not be converted I, and I should heal them be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles and they that are, and that they will hear it. I'm preaching to you on this day. You got ears, so you got to hear. You got, you got things 
things in your life that, that are blocking out what God wants you to hear. Don't hear the sermon today, but not hear the sermon today. Don't hear the voice of God in prayer, but not hear the voice of God in prayer. And if you get me, you'll know if you've ever raised a kid. Because you can say, go pick up your clothes, Johnny. Yes, sir. And two hours later, Johnny hadn't picked up his clothes. You say, I thought I told you to go pick up your clothes. I didn't hear you. See, I do that to my wife sometimes. And she says, you hear what you want to hear. She's probably right. But we can't be that way with God. He said they hear, but they don't hear. You got ears, but you're not really hearing what I'm saying. The voice of God. God, speak to us in 2024. Let every preacher that stands behind this pulpit, let him come and preach the word of God. Let everything that happens in this church speak to the heart of the people of God. We are not too good. We are not too smart. We don't have too much integrity. We are still old-fashioned enough to believe that God can speak to the church I tell you what we need in this church. We need the five-fold ministry in this church. And we need the gifts of the Spirit in this church. And we need the movement of the Holy Ghost in this church. When you lose all that, you become a social club. You become just another group of people. When you lose that ministry in this church, you are nothing more than any other church on any other block in any other city in this world. Oh, God, baptize us. I don't no, I may not have but five when it's over, but God baptize us with fresh anointing and let us hear the voice of God and not just hear it, but Lord, let us move in whatever you're telling us to say and to do. God's still speaking. God's still speaking. The last chapter of the book, stand all over the house with me today. The last chapter of the book, Revelation 22, you know what he said? The Spirit, that's the Holy Ghost. It's in capitals in your Bible. It's a proper name of identity. The Spirit and the Bride. How many of you know that we're the Bride of Christ? The Spirit and the Bride say they say, come. Let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Don't miss the voice of God. He can speak to you in the middle of the night. I can't tell you in my lifetime how many times God's woke me up in the middle of the night. Just started talking to me. I never heard his audible voice. Never heard him, but I knew he was talking. Can anybody identify here today? It's called conscience. It's called when you know God is talking to you. Sometimes I've, I've said, God, I need to hear from you, and I need to hear from you audibly, but he hadn't answered that yet. But I can tell you this, I believe if we pray and if we get close to God, it may not come in the earthquake or the wind or the fire, but there's a still small voice that will whisper in our ear and God will talk to us.
You better know his voice, and here's why. I close with this. First Thessalonians, Paul was writing to the church at Thessalonica. He said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. There's coming a day that the Lord is going to give another shout. And I want to hear his voice. I want to hear his voice. We recognize voices. I, I thought about this when I was praying today. and We recognize voices. You know your spouse's voice. You know your kids' voice. I can be in a room. Matter of fact, I was standing here a while ago looking at you. We started singing, We Give You All the Glory, and it was too high for my wife, and suddenly I heard another voice, and I said, That's Crystal, where's she at? She wasn't singing today, but I knew that voice. You know your voices. Somebody can come in another room, and you know who it is, right? Everybody can't say amen, just give me a good old Baptist nod. Amen. You hear that voice, and you know that voice. We get used to those voices. There's probably not many of you that could walk in that hall and start talking outside my door that I don't recognize your voice. I know who you are without laying an eye on you because I know the voice. I know the voice. That's how familiar we've got to get with God. That's what's got to happen between us and the Lord. We got to be riding down the road, Jay, and the Lord speak. You say, Oh, that was the Lord. That, that was the Lord. You got to be mowing the grass and suddenly something get on you and you say, Oh, that was the Lord that spoke to me. You got to be working somewhere on your job and you're just going through your everyday routine and the Lord just whispers something in your ear. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking to foolish people here. You've all been there. And you knew it was God when he spoke to you. Well, here's what's got to happen. Our hearing can't get dull now. Our our feelings and emotions can't get dull now. I'm telling you right now, we got to continue to hear the voice of God. Is anybody with me on this Sunday morning? We got to hear the voice of God. We got to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Welcome back, Christy. I love you, baby. Thank you for coming home. I love you. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost is in this house. Who is hearing the voice of God on this Sunday morning? Look, look, you don't have your faith. Your faith is important here. When that whisper comes, when that feeling of goodness comes, when that answer comes, you say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Daryl, I see you. I love you. I'm glad you're home, buddy. My friend has moved home. I'm glad you're home. God bless you. I'm just doing what I feel like doing here today. Maybe that's the Holy Ghost dropping stuff on me. I don't know. Josh, I'm glad you're home. I love you and all that foster bunch. I love you. But hear me right now. Hear me right now. We can't just hear the voice of a preacher. We can't just let a man come and entertain us. I don't want any preacher that comes in here for entertainment. And if he comes for entertainment... I say we ship him out of here. But if he comes anointed and full of the Holy Ghost, I say we better tune in and we better hear the voice of God. Who wants to hear God's voice in 2024? Who wants to hear it? 
I hadn't preached great today. This is as simple as it gets. I don't know anything else to tell you except what I felt God say to me this week. When God speaks, something's about to happen. When God starts talking. God's talked to me so many times through you guys right here. Many times. There have been times I didn't even know what to preach and you didn't know it. And I'd be standing over there and I'd say, oh, yeah, God, that's it right there. I've done that over and over and over because God speaks to me. You say, preacher, you, you should come out here with it all together. I wish, I wish I could tell you that ever came, I came out here. I had it all together, line one, A, B, C, point number one, point number two. I wish I could tell you that, but I don't have it all together. But I'm telling you this, I know how to follow the Spirit of God. I know how to follow the moving of His Spirit, and I know how to hear His voice. And I'm telling you now, I want to hear it more. I want to hear it more. Who wants to join me in asking God this morning around this front? Lord, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice.